0: Hey,
1: Henry, what's holding you up? Let's get on with the show. We can't hang around here all day. Hey, honey. Hey, friends. Welcome to the Rope Droppers Podcast, your one-stop shop for all your Disney needs. My name is Glenn, and today I'm joined by my co-host, Landon and Colby. And for the first time at home, and we are back and better than ever uh, this week. I'm so excited to be here. Um, we have segments like Hopper Drop heading your way. Uh, we're going to be drafting the best rides shows in Hollywood studios. We're going to have rewatchables this week, which is just where we watch an old Disney movie and bring it back. This week's movie is national treasure. So hopefully you watch so you can kind of get the commentary along with us. And then we are going to be doing the Disney must do's for magic kingdom. We'll explain that segment a little bit more when we get there, then we'll move on to the hoedown showdown as usual and wrap up the show there. But before we jump into that, let's go ahead and catch up with all of us. I'm doing pretty well, but I want to hear how the guys are doing. How y'all doing this week?
2: You know, I'm having a great week this week. Um, Also, last week we got a little bit of snow here, so I got to miss out on a little bit of school around here um, and make a lot of memories with some friends in my last college days. Um, I believe it is 39 days left here.
3: That's um, crazy. Counting
2: down. Yeah, it is. So it's been really fun. I'm excited to sit down and talk about Disney with the boys.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I um, have been traveling a lot. <laughs> so I went to Dallas this past weekend. I'm going to Denver this weekend. So definitely getting a lot of uh, podcast time on the plane. Uh, I've been listening to some other Disney podcasts, getting some ideas. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. But yeah, I'm excited to get into it today.
1: Yeah, and we're getting into it with our first segment, which is Hopper or Drop. Um, for those of you who don't know what Hopper Drop is, this is the Disney news portion of the show. Basically... We decide whether or not we're hopping on board with the decision that the company has made, or dropping them entirely for something so drastic. I think this first story is the perfect story to kind of summarize what this segment is. <clears throat> so, Bob Iger, the infamous uh, Bob Iger, the infamous. At this point, it's very sad that he is the infamous Bob Iger. Collects a thirty-one point six million million with an M uh, dollar paycheck. In 2023, for his first uh, nearly first year back at Disney as CEO, this is an unfathom an unfathomable amount of money for him to be receiving. It's it's crazy. Um, Disney is still turning over a profit, but only because of the domestic parks. The rest of the company is doing pretty bad financially. Um, so for him to be receiving this much money whenever he was supposed to be a million dollar CEO when he came back, um, really shows you where his heart is whenever it comes to Disney. I understand salaries at this point are just massive, um, but I, I have really—I don't have mixed emotions about the story. I really don't like it. So,
2: yeah, I mean, I have to drop it. He's making like quarterback money um, for all the football he fans made, out there. He's like, making that
3: Dak is- money. Yeah.
2: Yeah, this is absolutely absurd. Mahomes was money. Um, <laughs> but honestly, like if he wanted, I would take some money too. Like If he was just offering. So. Well, but I, I think log, that's the issue. He's um, not, I'm going to drop it.
1: He's not offering. Yeah,
2: it. exactly. That, and because of that, I have to drop the story. Yeah, yeah.
3: St- stuff like this, it's just, it's just whatever. Honestly, it doesn't mean anything to me. It's a lot of money, obviously. But he needs to start throwing the football if he's going to make that type of money, like yeah. Landon said. Yeah, I need I need you know, to see. Amen, I need, he, he, he's going to be the quarterback for the Broncos. Yeah, and then,
1: um, I need to see some home runs. Is all I'm saying. He'll be doing better so, than Russ.
3: Yeah, just he needs to be. He
1: needs to be scoring some goals, hitting, getting some touchdowns. You know.
3: Honestly, um, I want to buy a house soon at some point. So he just needs to slide me a quick million, then I'll be yeah, all right.
1: I mean, if Bob wants to sponsor the show, all you all you had to do is really just <laughs> buy each of us a house, and then I think right. problem solved. You no. Know? Oh. Oh yep. yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah, he can
3: do whatever he wants. Well, that's whatever. That's what he does now. Uh, yeah, so that's true. That's he can true. do whatever he wants. Yeah. but that's what he does now. So it's like whatever.
1: I mean, as a, as a Disney, as a diehard Disney fan, um, seeing how the company is doing as a whole, this is kind of discouraging. But you know, either way, it doesn't really affect me that much either. But I am dropping this story because, man, I can't. I'm not a huge fan of Bob Iger right now, um, but. That being said, let's go ahead and move on to our next story, which is a super interesting one, in my opinion. It's actually in Magic Kingdom. uh, And for the first time ever, Tron Light Cycle Run has a standby line, but only at After Hours events. It averaged about a 35-minute wait during the first event, uh, getting up to around 50 minutes. After Hours is a very, very limited-ticket event. Um, so if you have the chance to go, I highly recommend it. It's the perfect time to ride Tron. At least that's what it seems. So super cool to see. I absolutely hop on board that they're doing this. I'm glad they didn't do it for the Christmas party. I liked the virtual queue that they had for that. But I think this is a super cool thing. They do this for uh, Cosmic Rewind as well over in Hollywood Studios during after-hour events.
2: Yeah, I'm going to hop on for this one as well. Um, I think it's a great idea to have this included just so... Um... Everybody can kind of have, like, the full experience of you just getting to, honestly, just wait around. Um, I know we take that for um, granted sometimes, but Disney works hard on their queues. Um, so being able to just kind of soak it all in, even if it is only half an hour, um, which, honestly, that number shocked me for being, like, an after-hours yeah. event.
3: Yeah. yeah, I thought the same um, thing. That's
2: such a low wait. Yeah. Apparently I mean, it got as low yeah. as
1: like towards the last hour of the event. It was around a twenty-minute wait. Imagine being able to go on Tron over and over again. I would be doing that consistently for the last hour of that event. That's Not like the same. I would do that too.
2: I would too. Yeah.
1: That's like the yeah. whole point of. That'd it. That'd be easy like, money.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. No. No doubt in my mind that I would do that. So I would be hopping on board with this too.
3: I guess. So if you ride, if you rode Tron in the past, in the last hour, you could probably ride it like three hundred times without short. It is. So
2: that's good. Math Colby can math.
3: Yeah. That is, that's actually, you know, a pretty accurate
1: number, um, which is crazy to think about, but, um, yeah, either way, I, I think this is a super interesting story. Um, lastly, our last story has to do with a refurbishment, uh, one that doesn't actually happen very often. Walt Disney presents AKA one man's dream over in Hollywood studios. This is kind of like the museum portion of the park. Um, With like the Disneyland models, original animatronics. Right now it has uh, stuff from the Percy Jackson Disney Plus TV show in here. Um, It's closing in February, I believe on February 2nd or 3rd. Um, But just for one month, it's going to be reopening on March 2nd. I think this is just a, a routine maintenance, cleaning, dusting of all the props in this area. It needs to happen. It hasn't technically closed since it reopened in 2020. Um, so I think it's a necessary refurbishment. I'm glad that they're not getting rid of it entirely as a Disney historian. I absolutely love this. I would actually like them to extend it a little bit more. Um, that would be a pretty cool thing to see more Disney history come to the parks.
2: I would legit be so mad if they touched this thing. Same, so like,
3: same, same, They only need to yeah. add to this.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Like I love the stuff they have in there is being able to look at it and, um, mm-hmm. Like, I, like, we're all knickknack knack guys and collectors, so just seeing, yeah. like, I see those as big collectibles that Disney just gets to have. Yeah. Um, so, as a Disney fan, it's pretty sick, but they better not touch that show. Yeah.
3: I don't think they will touch it. I I, it, it, I think it's great. All they need to do is keep on adding and adding and adding and just honestly um, just make the experience better, because it's awesome. Yeah. I, I agree. You know, um, as a historian of Disney... Um, I would not say that I'm like super into it, but I am into it to an extent like this to this extent, this is a really, really cool display of kind of Walt's life and, um, you know, Walt Disney productions, um, and how the parks were made and stuff like that. So yeah, definitely love it. My only thought on this is this should be on main street, but I agree. Um, I'm I'm, I'm still happy that it exists. So yeah. It's probably one of the most underrated things at Disney, like as a whole, I think. But um, I don't know what y'all think about that. I, mm-hmm. I would really like them to like expand it
1: more. It's definitely like it, it, it does stay pretty consistent, like as far as crowd levels go in there. Um, but I do think people just walk by it to go to Toy Story Land. Definitely, definitely walked by super often. So, um, yeah, I would agree with you that it's pretty underrated. If y'all could add a history part for one park. Like in this in one man's dream, what would it be? Like I would love to see some Epcot stuff come in here, like original plans for Epcot. Like that's where the model uh should live. The original Epcot model, I think it should be in One Man's Dream. Yeah,
2: Glenn I you're throwing me cool. an alley up here. It's a
3: great <laughs> idea. Yeah.
2: The 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 fall of Bob Iger. Ooh, um It would just be great. Yeah. It would the, be cool. The, just the period of time that Disney went yeah, I
1: think it would also be really cool to see like, the, uh, an honest opinion of Disney history, like with just every CEO, it would be pretty cool. Would never happen. Imagine them just dunking on. And their then own the CEO. recovery. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> and then the recovery when Philip Scardania takes them to the moon. Mm,
1: yeah, yeah, that's what we're here for, Philip. Philip for CEO, honestly. Um, yeah, but I, I would love to see. I would love to see them at least get NEPCOT because I think Defunct just put out a video on it about a month ago. That Colby and I watched oh together. Oh my gosh! It's absolutely Dude, that incredible. One,
3: that video.
1: Look, I'm not gonna tell to you to go watch video. it right now. But if you did want to pause this podcast and go watch anything, I would highly recommend oh watching it. Gosh. It's genuinely crazy how good that video is, and how sho- <laughs> it's just
3: shocking. Um, so yeah. Yeah. we watched that. We started that video at like 2 a.m. Yeah, and I mean, was like, man, it, I'm really tired. Like, I had to work in the morning. Yeah, and then I was like, all right, let's watch like 15 minutes of this or 30 minutes of this. And we just kept on watching it because yeah. it was so good. Yeah, I planned on falling asleep awesome. to it, and I just did not at all. I was not even tired. No. I was
1: I was more awake than when we started watching it by the time it was right. over. There
3: was, there was no sleeping when
1: that thing was on. Yeah, absolutely. I, still, I still need to watch, watch it. it. I haven't done it. Yeah, it's absolutely crazy. It, you definitely recommend Landon. I, I highly recommend you watch it. So it's very good. Yeah. Cool. Is this here.
2: one of your favorite shows at Hollywood Studios?
1: I would say that it's definitely, it's not about Hollywood, but it is about Epcot. But I do think, if it, I would love to see him make a video like this about Hollywood. My bad, my bad. No, you're good. I would love to see him make a video like this about Hollywood. But, like, I don't know. what. I don't know if I'd want it to be about rides or shows. But we can definitely pick our favorites here in the mm. draft. Um, that's actually what the draft is this week. We are drafting best rides and shows. That's probably one of my weakest transitions that I've ever had. Um, but I do think that this is going to be a really fun draft. So, uh, pretty self-explanatory. I messed up the alley. No, you're good. I messed up the alley. You you laid it up perfectly. I just couldn't get the ball in, unfortunately. Um, but we're going to go ahead and continue on in. The order this week for the draft is me, then Landon, then Colby. Um, and this is a no-brainer for me. Um, for my first-round pick here in the draft for Hollywood Studios, we're picking four in total of these. Um, for my very first one, I don't think it'll make it past the first round if I pick something else. I'm taking Tower of Terror. It's one of my favorite attractions on property. It's classic. It's one of the original trackless ride systems, which I think a lot of people forget about. Um, so I'm taking Tower of Terror here in Hollywood Studios. It's such an essential icon because it is the park's icon right now. So,
3: Hey,
2: nice. Thank you, thank you. Great pick. It definitely would have been taken by me. Yep. There's so oh, many here cool. that um, I like. Um, and I don't feel like I'm taking what I'm about to pick, but I think I'm just going to take it anyway because I love it. Rise of the Resistance.
3: Not a top 10 ride. Wow, I disagree Wann. that it's not a top 10, but
1: it's not a top 10 ride. <laughs> it's it's definitely a good ride. I think I think to say it's not a top not 10 ride that. is offensive to the ride, but we disagree. So, all right, Rise. It probably would have left stayed on the board, and you probably could have picked it the second round, but, but, you know, good pick. I was
2: thinking I could with what you're about to pick after Colby, but –
1: yeah, we'll see what Colby takes here, but then it'll pin it if it would have made it to the second round. what you take him?
3: Uh, I'm going to take Toy Story Mania. Nope, okay. Uh, it's just... What? What? <laughs> this is definitely one of my favorite rides just because of yeah, the it's competition aspect. I love competing. Like, competing is my, I guess, vice, you could say. I, I think it's just so much fun, and um, also... I don't know. I love Toy Story. So it's just a great ride. Also, this was just has a lot of special memories for me. Uh, yep. This was kind of the last ride that you would go and run and get um, fast passes for and stuff like that. Dude, so I, I remember, remember waiting in those that.
1: horrible that The queue for the fast pass line was in the worst place possible.
3: Like where you would pick them up. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely garbage. Dude, I, I remember specifically like so many times where we would get there, though drop uh you know the rope would drop so to speak and my dad would give me five keys to the world cards of my five family members and i would just run up mm-hmm. and um secure the bag if you will and it was really really fun so
1: it was always so fun as a kid it was always so fun as a kid waiting in line with all the adults for the fast passes one of my favorite things my dad and me actually had a competition for a long time because my dad's I don't think my dad's like really, really good at this ride. I wouldn't put him in the top tier of uh, of like Toy Story Mania players, but he was definitely better than I was at like 11 um, because he and I – there was a Disney pin for Toy Story Mania, and I was like, I want that pin so badly. No idea why. It's not that pretty of a pin, but I wanted it so badly. He said, you know what? If you beat my score, I'll buy it for you. And then so for like 4 years we had this competition for me to try to beat him. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, it was I so it was so fun. And we would I would be like we have to go on this ride multiple times during the trip. And then one mm-hmm. time my mom <laughs> bless her heart, she went to the pin shop and was like, "I got you a couple pins." And was so happy because I had just got really into collecting, and she bought me the Toy Story Mania pin. And let me tell you, cool. let me tell you, that w- there was some there was some strife that day. But it was it was it was so good because I would have I would not have gotten it probably till I turned 16 because like my dad like I didn't beat my dad until that point. So genuinely, you
3: get like over 300K though, right?
1: Yeah, now I do. Yeah, now I I think my highest score is close to four, but like. Which is, oh, my
3: highest score is 297. I can't, I've never gotten over 300. Yeah,
1: I don't think I could. Like, right now, if I went to the parks, I do not think I would get over 300k. It's just whenever I was riding it regularly that I was able to get higher scores. Um, but I don't, dude,
3: know. I don't know how they do it. It's unbelievable. I mean, Philip, did not Philip
1: tell us? Philip knows, right? Like, the, the ones that the people who get really high scores, people,
3: I know, but people can get 300k like on, without oh, yeah. The,
1: yeah without yeah. the cheese so but. For,
3: yeah but so but when i got 200 297 dude i was gassed i think i got like, i think my highest score is gassed. like three
1: three seventy something a pick i have a picture of it somewhere if i can Jeez. find it i'll put it up on the screen it's unbelievable it was a crazy crazy day for me i was so hyped i was exhausted after but good pick good pick we'll get back to the draft now um so, uh, I took Toy, uh, Tower of Terror, Landon, you took Rise of the Resistance, Colby took Toy Story Mania. Here in the second round for me, I am taking Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. It is one. It is my favorite attraction on property easily, um, so I'm taking what? Mickey <laughs> I love Mickey and Minnie. Oh, oh, I get it. You were joking. That's fine. I love Mickey and Minnie. The same thing as Colby. Yeah. I just have such good, I say it every time we talk about it, I have such good memories attached to these rides. So, uh taking mickey and Minnie's,
2: which is so awesome that's why yep. I, that's the special thing of disney
1: yep yep i concur all
2: right i'm making a business decision here i have oh. to turn this draft around after getting dogged on in the first round i'm taking phantasmic oh
3: yeah. yeah i forgot honestly i forgot that existed i forgot i would I have f- probably taken yeah i would have taken that
1: first i probably should have taken it before mickey and Minnie's. um I also forgot it was like something that was included in this draft. That's a good pick. Yeah, I
3: agree. I love Fantasmic. Yeah, new Fantasmic is superior though. Yeah, that's what I've heard. So good. What was that? What was that? Was that an attempt to do the sound? Because it was. It was no. That
2: was singing of happily ever after.
3: Oh, to say. Okay. Okay. That is not Fantasmic. Anyway, I'm gonna go rock and roller coaster. Good pick. Uh, it's a classic ride, of course. Uh, you know, this was my first like thrill ride, so definitely, I I came off the ride, I was wide as a why as a sheet of paper, wide as a ghost. It was so scary, but I loved it. Um, I, I am really curious to see what they do with this ride. Hopefully they change it in the next, you know, 18-ish months. I would I'd love to see them change it, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, we'll see. We'll see. Well, it probably Odds not. are they won't.
1: Probably not.
3: Yeah. Um, odds are they won't. But I I'd, I'd love to see them do something different with it.
1: Yeah, I agree.
3: Um, but I love this ride.
1: Yeah. Um, okay. So here's where it gets tough, because I feel like Hollywood Studios has, like, almost the perfect number of attractions here for us to, like, each take a good ride. Um, I think I'm taking one of the last good ones off the board, in my opinion. I'm going to take, for my third-round pick, I'm taking Sleeky Dog Dash. Um, Yeah, pretty self-explanatory. It's a fun coaster, um, but definitely a good
2: third-round pick for me. Yeah, I think today, for the first time, I think I'm going to go the show route in a draft. Wow. I'm going to take Indiana Jones. Mm, That would have been my next pick.
3: Okay.
2: Oh, I forgot to tell y'all. That was awesome. Can't
1: wait for that to end up on our Instagram. Anyway. Kobe, what you pick him? I'm in such a I've, weird mood. Sorry. Yeah.
3: Um, yeah. Go ahead.
2: Oh, so weird! He's taking Star Tours.
3: Nah, I would. I wouldn't take any Star. Wars. I, I'm just. I like Star Wars, but like, I don't like that. Okay.
2: I should have drafted all Star Wars rides and then like <laughs> a meet and greet.
3: <laughs> Land is the biggest Star. Land is the Star Wars guy in the low. Yeah. Like, not on no low. Really,
1: like, there is no low. Landon's hey, got a, a great Star Wars card. A couple of them actually.
2: So, hey, one of my friends, he's um, he's not a huge Disney guy, but he's like the most knowledgeable Star Wars fan I've ever met in my life. You um, know, he was really? like, "Let me be on the podcast, and we can just talk about Star Wars in a segment." And I was like, "I'll talk to y'all." He,
3: he could he could replace me on that one. Yeah, I actually do have a friend. That did, <laughs> I I actually do have a friend that did the, the Galactic Star Cruiser, and he wants to come on.
2: That would be super so interesting. I, 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 I want to hear. Yeah, it. So,
3: I told him that we May, probably would have him because I'd like he to have actually a, lives in Charlottesville.
1: I want to do like a him, so. uh, like May the Fourth, May the Fourth, right? or I want to do like a defunct like defunct things at Disney's episode. It'd be fun to have him on for that to yeah, get his opinion because yeah. there aren't a lot of people that like have been on it, honestly. Um, yeah, that, I was about I to say
3: because I, I was talking to him about it. Like, he's a very like low percentage of people on the planet that experience that. Like, it's yeah. just. It wasn't a it wasn't around very long, and also it was very expensive. Yeah, so definitely one uh, of those premium Disney experiences. But yeah, uh, so for my next pick, I'm actually, you know what, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna take the Muppets.
2: Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Yeah, my, my brother in Christ. What? I'm going right. take
3: it. I. I, I like the Muppets. You saved me you know, from ruining y'all, my list. Y'all, y'all are so, y'all, are, so you're y'all saying, are out here disrespecting the Muppets all the time. They're funny. Whoa, what's this? What's, so the, what's this hey. y'all? No, hey. what's this no, y'all? Landon. Yeah. Landon always disrespected. They are funny. And I am only
2: saying are. this. We had great memories at Frozen. You could have drafted that. Oh,
3: that's though. true. We did have good Too memories late. at Frozen. Too late. No, we we actually did. We yeah, actually I know. did. Well if you leave that if you leave that for me, I'll, I'll draft Frozen.
2: Yeah, but we'll see. No, I want you to draft truly
1: what you want. <laughs> I think i for my for my pick, I'm going to do something that I probably wouldn't pick normally. It's not even, let's see, how many rides have we drafted so far? We draft nine rides and shows. I would probably put this at, uh, I don't even know if it would be a number 10 slot, but like Hollywood Studios is so limited in their offerings as far as like, things that i like to do it's definitely a full day park just because of how long the lines are for all these things um but man i think i'm gonna have to i think i'm gonna have to take something that i wouldn't normally pick i'm taking uh millennium falcon smugglers run here i would not normally pick this i i think this is a garbage pick um but i genuinely can't think of anything that uh, i'm dead
3: i'm literally dead
1: you know, I think I don't know what else I would put here. I know I I do like it. It is fun with a group of people, but you only have to do it yeah. once. So,
3: smugglers run.
1: Yeah, once is... per, once
2: per visit. <laughs>
1: okay, okay, Landon. I see you. No, no.
3: <laughs> smugglers <laughs> run packs no punch.
2: It is boring. It's it's just it's just cool scenery. Yeah. Yeah, the queue was genuinely. And it's like you get, 90% It's like you go to Cyport and three.
3: Every time, <laughs> every time I'm on Smuggler's Run, I'm like, "There's video games probably more entertaining than this." Every you're like, I'm pretty th- sure I oh, paid five
2: dollars no. just to get yeah, the booth yeah. one time in an arcade. Right,
1: <laughs> bro. If they had a pod racing simulator like they used to at Disney Quest,
3: imagine,
2: imagine. Dude. Dude. Oh yeah, dude, that would
3: be neat.
1: They I
2: talked do- with someone about this the other day. That would go so crazy. I'd be Saboba, bro.
1: I saw one. It was like it wasn't hey. though. I uh, at an arcade here. They have a pod racing like motorcycle like shaped one. So fun. So fun. At Cybercade in Dallas. Dude, those are like those are really old. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, I, it's not my That's favorite awesome. pick, but I do think I do think it's it's worth mentioning on this list regardless. So
2: it is. It is. I would have probably taken it, but now you're forcing my hand to pick another show. So, I'm going Walt Disney prevent, Presents.
3: Oh, that's wow. probably what I would have taken. Wow. That's really good. I, yeah, I probably would have taken this One Man's Dream because, you know, I'm not going to take the Mickey Shorts Theater, I can tell you that. Definitely not going to take that. So, why not? I guess I, I will I because it's the, boring. Theming,
1: the theming in there is phenomenal. Have you seen the seats? They have like Mickey it's, Mouse patterns on them.
3: No, mm-hmm. I've actually never been in there. Oh, I've only seen pictures. Mm-hmm. I'm never going in there. You know why? Just the principle that you can watch that thing on Disney Plus. I can't. Like I, just, I can't. I just can't do it. I can't do it, bro. Like, I would, I would love yeah, to no, add that, more shows to Disney Plus. What? That wasn't what we were talking about. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about how that. On the on the shorts thing, you can literally watch it on Disney After we get off this podcast, you can just go watch. Oh it. yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, you don't have to pay, hundred thirty nine dollars or hundred forty dollars, whatever it is, bro. I so, would pay one
1: hundred thirty dollars to go see Potato Land. What do you mean?
2: <laughs> hey, Col- Colby said, "I'm a baby. I'm a draft Disney Junior." please do it
1: please do it i'm not even kidding for the meme bring back the 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 drafts bring back i will say
3: this i will say this i did love disney jr when i was a kid yeah because it was bear in the big blue house yeah you know what you
2: know what when those
3: bubbles came down when those bubbles came down life hit different i'm gonna take also this is great for families Right, I mean, I'm sure they got Vampirina in there. Doc McStuff is Doc McStuffin still a thing? I don't know.
2: I don't know. Is Handy Mandy around still? No. Handy oh, Mandy Andy has Andy's
3: been back, gone for years, <laughs>
1: brother.
2: Um, Jake and the Neverland Pirates. Oh, uh, dude, that was good uh, Oh, that was <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> we weren't old. <laughs> I was too old. <laughs> oh, Caleb, Caleb, Caleb
3: used to watch Caleb, that. Caleb, yeah. So I, I,
1: I also a Little yeah. Einsteins hit different as a kid. I'm just like I'm gonna say it. I I didn't like that one. Wow. Okay. Say so you didn't like yeah. to learn. Okay, that's fine. It was too popular. Oh, too popular. You need to sound a little bit. I was bit even
3: of... a contrarian when I was a child. What? Um, gonna... <laughs> yeah. So, I'm gonna take Disney Junior live on stage. I'm doing it. Wow, the sensational yep. drafts are back, everybody.
1: Tune in every week to hear Colby <laughs> pick a controversial pick, like wet, wet concrete, concrete.
3: Disney Junior live on stage. Oh, man. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I to think be fair, the fir- the fourth draft the third draft slot in this is a little tough. Like, yeah, I agree. I, I, I'm, I'm scraping at the bottom of the barrel here. I could have taken this, or I could have taken uh Frozen, which I mean I guess I could have.
2: Yeah, I mean Frozen.
3: I missed American Idol. I genuinely like I miss Idol. Amer- American Idol was really fun. Star
2: no, Tours. No Star Tours. No. I think
1: I probably would have picked uh whenever Ahsoka gets added to Star Tours. Ashaka, sorry. Um <laughs> <laughs> <Shaka>. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Alien Swirling Saucers. Colby, you like that.
1: Yeah, you do like that. Oh, I should have taken it. <laughs> too late. I you forgot picked that Disney that one to your life on stage? No, no, wait. Hold no, on. No, Let me change. No, Let me change. No, brother. Please. This is the final draft. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Honorable
3: mentions goes to uh, Star Aliens, Tours swirling Alien Swirling Saucers.
1: I also did too. I mean, I wouldn't have picked it over Smugglers, but. Uh, you know, it's a good one. All right, what a fun, what a fun time. Okay, let's go ahead and recap. So I picked Tower of Terror, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, Slinky Dog Dash, and last and probably least on my list is uh, Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run.
2: It's been a tired trip for me, so I started off with Rise, and then Fantasmic, Indiana Jones, and Walt Disney Presents. If you like shows, you like landing a you like, you'll yes, like, you'll like list. All right. Wait. This is a first. I've never drafted more than one show. All right, Cole. And I took
3: Toy Story Mania, uh, Rock and Roller Coaster, then the Muppets, and then, of course, Disney Jr. Live on stage.
1: <laughs> I do have to say that is an excellent, oh excellent pick. Um, yeah, uh, go ahead and vote on the poll over on our Instagram. We will be tallying that up next week. Um, and then, yeah. We are going to go ahead and move on. That was a fun segment. Uh, now we're going to move on to uh, what is rewatchables. For those of you who don't know what rewatchables is, we'll be we're uh, rewatching a Disney movie from the past. Could be from this year. Could be from uh, what year did this come out? Um, two thousand four. Oh my gosh! Really, two thousand four? Okay. Anyway, uh, we it could be from this year or it could be from all the way back in 2004 or even further back. But this year's movie is National Treasure, uh, starring Nicolas Cage. Came out in 2004. Landon's gonna summarize it for us real quick, uh, and then we're just gonna you know kind of talk about it a little bit.
2: Yes, this um, this story is brought to you by ChatGPT. National Treasures is a 2004 adventure film directed by John Turtletop. So basically, I'll summarize the story. The story revolves around Ben Gates, who is a treasure hunter, um, played by Nicolas Cage. He's a historian, amateur um, cryptologist, or cryptoologist. I had no idea that's what he was. Yeah, I didn't either. Um. Um, But Gates discovers basically a hidden map on the back of the Declaration of Independence, and that points to just a vast treasure hunt, um, and that is hidden by the founding Mm -hmm. fathers of the United States. Come on. Um, so, really, just the movie goes throughout um, the process of finding that before, um, I guess you could say, the bad guys. Um, so, he teams up with his um, friend Riley Poole and historian Abigail Chase, and that they embark on a thrilling quest to decipher historical clues, invade law enforcement, and outsmart rival treasure hunters. Um, so, yeah, I'm not going to spoil the ending or anything, but just know it's a very good movie. Um, I haven't put it on Letterbox yet, but I'm probably gonna give it a four. A four? Wow! Out I of
3: think
1: five. So. Out of five. That's crazy. Yeah, four out
3: of
2: five. Four out of five.
3: I mean, not that crazy. it's genuinely a good movie. I've watched this movie probably a hundred times. Honestly, this was a movie that, um, my my Mimi actually had. <laughs> so like, we would just watch it all the time, and. And, yeah, it was awesome. I, I love this movie. Um, it's one of those movies that it you forget it's a Disney movie because it, it really is just, um, I don't know. It's, it has a little more, like, serious themes. It's not, like, you know, adults in any way. It doesn't, like, cuss or anything. But um, it's pretty intense, I would say. I don't know, like, if y'all would think so. But there's some pretty intense moments, uh, some thrilling moments. Really, really fun movie um i actually gave it a four or five i i love this movie and it probably is nostalgic i think nick cage is amazing um riley i think that's his name like the bumbling idiot character yeah yeah he is so funny yeah. um in yes every, he is in every he's,
1: movie like genuinely a
3: really yes, funny yeah. actor he's so funny like he's just great um the story is engaging like truly like every time that something happens i'm like okay what, what's next what's next it's a really, really yeah. thrilling story, um, and it's really easy to follow along. It's just an easy watch, so love this movie. Um, j- I love this movie.
1: Yeah, I would also – I also give it a 4 out of 5. I think it's a genuinely a really good movie. I totally – I didn't even realize the villain, Ian, I. I for some reason it didn't connect to my brain that it's Sean Bean, a.k.a. Boromir from Lord of the Rings. Didn't even connect for me that that's the villain in this until I rewatched it. Crazy.
2: Never Crazy. seen it.
1: Never seen Lord of the... You've never seen Lord of the Rings?
2: No. They actually... I've never seen Lord of the Rings. My roommates watched all three last week, but I was, like, in and out of the house whenever they were doing it, so I didn't really sit down from the beginning and watch it. Never. They're too long. I would agree that they're really long, but not maybe not too
1: long. To... Brother, you've had so many years. You've had so many years I've, to watch I've it. I've also...
2: I've also never seen all the Harry Potters. That's fair. That's because I'm a I'm, Disney fan.
1: I no, I love. Hey, Harry Potter was almost owned by Disney. Okay,
3: let's let's you know
1: keep it on the real. Like Disney almost bought Harry Potter, and then J.K. Rowling was like, "Actually, I'm glad no, they did it. I'm, I'm glad they did I also am glad they
3: did it. Just would, it just Ooh. wouldn't have worked. Like it just only, wouldn't have been the same.
1: Only because it, because they wouldn't they didn't even make the movies yet. So before the movies even were coming out, is when J.K. was talking to them about it. So in the Eisner era of Disney, can you imagine a Michael Eisner, I, Michael Eisner version of a Harry Potter world? That would be crazy. Hey, I'm walking here. I'm walking. You just turned,
3: like literally like New Jersey. I don't know what I'm New saying, Jersey but Michael
1: Eisner should have made Harry Michael Potter. Eisner, world.
3: <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Eisner. Please. Anyway, uh, New Jersey. I, could Glenn. you imagine New that Jersey?
1: Would be crazy. Glenn unlocked that would be no. New, I can do New Jersey. It's fine. I think Eisner is fantastic though. Eisner absolutely should have designed Harry Potter World. Um, anyways, um, I I think I I don't know. Could you? That would be really cool. Um, but National Treasure is just good. It's got a stacked cast. Um, I didn't know if Colby actually wanted to do his Nicolas Cage impression. You know,
3: um, that would be fun. Um, <laughs> I mean. I'll have to like listen to him. You're, I'm all sheepish now. I'm bashful. Oh
2: no, bashful. He, <laughs> he just like he talks like slow and just like yeah, makes every word just a little like, long. Uh, no. no, I can't do a Nicolas Cage impression. I'm going to st- man. Nah, nah, no, please do it. Do it. <laughs> so I went. I went to the card show this I weekend. I can't do it.
1: Yeah. So he talks like really, really long, and also like super. Pronunciates pronunciates super like heavily, but either way, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I do think that th- like it does age really well from 2004, dude. That's crazy how old this movie it, is. That is crazy, and it holds up so well. And all the I think I think there's only two in this franchise, right? Only two National Treasure movies, which is absolutely a robbery. We National had...
3: Treasure three needs to happen soon,
1: very soon. The TV show was absolutely garbage,
2: <laughs> so. Yeah, I didn't I didn't watch it. it Not was, good. It don't rec- don't recommend it.
1: It's just like it doesn't do justice to this franchise. And I think it's because what made these movies was Nick Riley and then um his co-star,
2: Abigail. Um I think it's And uh, cuz Bob Iger was CEO.
1: And cuz Bob yeah, he was still CEO back then 20 years oh, ago. Oh, I was saying. Oh, now? Was he
2: really? When
1: I, I don't know when he became CEO. I don't think so. I,
2: I, yeah, I don't think it was then
1: anyway i'm just saying he ruined it i think it actually was produced under jpeg so either way i don't know it's it's pretty fun um now let's go ahead and move on to our next segment which is a newer one that colby had the idea to bring back um we've done a version of disney must do's before um so what we're going to be talking about, we're just going to specify each park. So today we you're doing Magic Kingdom, and we're picking a ride, a snack, and a show you absolutely have to do. We all have different rides and different shows, so I think it'll be really fun uh, to kind of talk about. So without further ado, let's go ahead and jump on into it. Um, what rides do you think are necessary to do in Magic Kingdom? What is a must do for you whenever you go to Magic
2: For me, a must do. Um, Honestly, before Tron got there, every time we would go through the gates and the first thing we would do, and honestly, I guess still since there's a virtual queue, but um, we would dart over across the bridge and we would go ride Seven Doors Mine Train. It was always Mm -hmm. the first thing just because the line was shortest. Yeah. Um, And our family loves it. I really think it's cool. I know not everyone on here is high about it, which I totally understand. Um, But I think just at the moment, like whenever that um came to disney and i was a kid and seeing the way that like that technology worked and like how the um the cart like moves sideways as you're moving like that is just so cool to me yeah um so it's a must do for everyone i think at least once um you can determine there if you're a fan of it or not but you got to do it at least once yeah i definitely
1: would put it on the disney must do's um for me, I mean, I think it's a, this is a no-brainer. It absolutely has to be on this list. I think when you're going to Magic Kingdom now in 2024, you have to do Tron. Um, it, it's a virtual queue. It's going to be kind of tough for you to get. I've heard it's way easier than it was whenever the virtual queues were first started to get one. Um, now, uh, at least from the people who have been there recently. Um, but I think Tron's absolutely done that. I have not done it, so next time I go to Magic Kingdom, it's absolutely on my must-dos to do. I'm I'm totally down for that. So,
3: yeah, I, I agree. I mean, Tron definitely is a must-do. Seven Dwarves is a little marginal, but I'll give it to you. Um, just kidding. Seven dwarves is great. It's it, it's great imaginary. Uh But then also, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring us over back to Tomorrowland, um, kind of a show that I think is great is oh shoot i'm not supposed not to show that. no
1: it's a it's ride
3: oh yeah yeah i love seven dwarves as well and tron um another show or another thing i think everyone must do is big thunder mountain but i'm gonna give a little caveat here specifically at night i okay. think that big, big thunder not mountain at night is definitely one of those things that hit different so to speak um So outdoor coaster, of course. So it being at night just changes everything, and so I definitely, definitely do that.
1: Yeah, I think riding any of these coasters during the fireworks absolutely game changer for me. It's really, really cool. Seven Dwarfs has a spectacular view of it. Um, I wonder what Tron's like while riding the fireworks. It's such a quick ride that I'm not sure it would make that big of a difference. But it would be. It's definitely something. It's definitely a cool thing. Um, Now we're gonna be picking out a snack. uh, Trying to stay. Uh, relatively specific to the park, but mainly just something you have to eat on your Disney vacation. Um, For me, I'm actually taking one. Normally I would take the cream cheese stuffed pretzel because everyone knows that's my favorite snack on property. But I'm going to change things up today. I think the cheeseburger spring roll that they have right in front of the entrance of Adventureland, they have a cut like a pizza spring roll there sometimes too, and they change them out seasonally. But the cheeseburgers there pretty consistently, it smacks. It's so good. Um, I don't know what Disney does uh, with their ground beef in these things, uh, but <laughs> but these yeah, they're good. But these they're really good. Yeah, they remind me of the uh, the the burger pods you can get over at um at what do you call it? Yeah, at, I uh, like these better here though. I also yeah, do. I think really it's a good snack, and the dipping sauce they give you is is smacks. So, um, but I would definitely take the cheeseburger spring rolls any day at Magic Kingdom. It's definitely a good snack
3: these are frustrating how expensive they are but they're very very good yeah I agree Uh, for my snack I mean I'm just gonna go classic here if you go to Disney World if you pass through the the sign you need to eat a Mickey head ice cream bar it is just such a just such an awesome experience specifically on Main Street overlooking the castle and just getting to take it all in and enjoy that Mickey Head Ice Cream Bar, um, take a picture of it if you will. It's just a great um, moment, so definitely do that. That's a must-do in my opinion. What do y'all think? Or
2: a Mickey Ice Cream Sandwich? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. Those are those
2: good. are better. Those are better. I agree. That
1: I agree that they're better, I but I don't think they're as iconic. Hey. I don't think there is iconic. I think. No, you're Kobe, right. I think it's right. got to be there. But to get that picture perfect where you take a bite of one of the ears and that ear not to fall yeah. off, like the ice cream, like right. the chocolate, that's one of the most annoying parts about eating those Mickey ice cream bars. But, anyways, yeah. what you taking, Landon?
2: Yeah. yeah, moving on to my snack. I'm a big um, peanut butter, Nutella. Like, I amazing? have Peter Pan peanut butter right next to me. Um, uh, so that just leads me to my pick nutella waffles at sleepy hollow um getting just the whipped cream on it strawberries whatever you can get on there um it's so good um i get it for breakfast every time i'm at magic kingdom
0: yeah
1: fun tip get an extra side of fruit whenever you get it it's obviously overpriced because it's fruit in disney world um but it genuinely makes that breakfast feel so much more refreshing so um yeah i highly recommend i mean it's definitely a good snack for sure I'm um, eating that on. I love
3: going to get it. It's just hard for me to do anything after. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's the same it's, thing. No, I, you're right. Literally. I, I I'm eating right. this Nutella and I'm just sitting there like, Oh my gosh, I can't move. Like, yeah. I'm just like, uh, I'm struggling. Like, it's just, it's, it's brutal. Yeah. It's definitely
1: like I get it whenever Sarah and I get it. We should, we've shared it before and it's definitely a good share. It's a shareable size snack. Um, for sure. Yeah. Um, now we're going to be moving great. on to shows. Um, I'm actually going to take the nighttime spectacular over here at magic kingdom for my show. Happily ever after has a phenomenal soundtrack has a phenomenal like environment. The projection mapping on the castle is absolutely crazy. I hope as much as I love it, I hope that they do update the show soon. um, Like within the next year, just so that happily ever after gets to leave before it gets too old for me. Um, But I do love it. It's so good. The soundtrack's phenomenal. Um, I do think that magic kingdom of all the parks other than Epcot, um, had, I think Epcot's got some good shows too, but I think magic's got the most like shows that I would recommend people watching. Um, it's definitely, definitely out of the, the amount they have, I would recommend watching probably 90% of them.
2: Yeah. And that leads me into my show that I'm covering. Um, and my must do would be Mickey's fill our magic, um, over in Fantasyland. That is just a show that ever since I was a kid, I've loved. Um, it's definitely something we do every time we go to disney um and someone like that is just a huge donald fan from um the fab five colby shout out the pin um thanks
3: bro let's yeah go. like
2: just the the part in the back like you'll know if you you'll know what i'm talking about but um that was just like so iconic for me as a child i um, seeing that and i was just like mind blown mm-hmm. at the technology they use um nowadays i mean you can kind of see some stuff that it's like okay, that needs to be updated, but I think they've done a great job keeping up with the show. Um, adding Coco on it um, was great.
3: Oh my and gosh, that's such an awesome yeah. scene! Like it, it brings it really me. is. Yes, it's just great.
1: It just revitalized yeah. that ride, like but brought more life into it, which is crazy. Coco, like, exactly. So good. Exactly. That should be next week's
2: where you watch so, Coco. It's a must do. Oh.
0: Okay.
3: Uh, of course, i know all their little templates they do mac and cheese salmonella all that stuff buddy boil but it's still so funny um just love it i love how it's kind of a different experience every time um obviously the cool part about it is you get to interact and be on the show potentially so uh, love this show i think it's a must do if you're in the magic kingdom also great way to sit down for a few minutes as well um so this is a great three o'clock four o'clock type experience uh, this is not something you rope drop for sure but uh when you need a little break throughout the day it's a great experience definitely must do
1: yeah absolutely agree um let's see camera Um, yeah, I absolutely agree 100%. Uh, I think that uh, Monsters, Inc. Laugh Floor is definitely a must-do whenever it comes to Disney. Uh, now we are going to be moving on to... Please, okay. Give me one second. I had to fix something real quick on my computer.
2: Colby, Reese Hoskins to the Brewers.
3: He's going to freaking eat there.
1: What happened? Uh, my computer, like, it um, stopped recording my video for some reason. Um, so I just had to resize the camera again and then put it behind the overlay. There we go. I think I fixed it. I did fix it. Okay. And let me count down then and three. I think I just have been doing too much on it today. Um, but three, two, one. And, yeah, I think d- the Disney must-dos were absolutely – I think – Everything that we mentioned, and then more. I think most things at Magic Kingdom are definitely, like, something that I would do almost every trip. Like, I think Haunted Mansion's great. I think Pirates of the Caribbean is great. Uh, Jungle Cruise is definitely something that I think is a must-do. Maybe not a top ten, but definitely something you have to do each trip uh, to Magic. So, yeah, but I think you could avoid... Things to avoid would be, like, uh, Aladdin's Magic Carpets, P...
3: not Peter Pan's flight.
1: It's a small world.
3: uh, I was meant to say, bro. You can avoid Peter Pan's flight.
1: I think if the line's too long,
3: it's not worth a
2: 60 minute wait. You could avoid Tron too. (laughs) You
3: know, you said it was your must do. do.
1: Yeah, I didn't. I did. Yeah, I did. I said it was my must do. Anyway, I don't think, I think there's a lot of things to avoid at magic Two, but I think we pick everything we picked was relatively good. Um, That being said, let's go ahead and move on to our final segment, which is the Hoedown Showdown. And for those of you who don't know what the Hoedown Showdown is, this is the part of the show where we all claim to be semi-Disney experts. And really, it's to prove who's not. Um, I believe the score is now, um, is it 2-2-1? Is that right? Or is it, I think it's 2-2-1. It's
2: 3-2-1.
1: 3-2-1? Oh yeah, Yeah. because 3-2-1 improv is the joke we made. Yeah. It's three, two, one. Colby's in the lead. I'm in second place. Um, but that being said, let's go ahead and jump on into our next question. Mine has, um, something to do with the segment that we were actually just talking about. Disney must do's. Um, for those of you who don't know, this was a show that was on Disney television for a very, like the Disney TVs. It was the thing that automatically played. It was on there for a very long time. Um, and specifically, I'm I'm kind of wondering when it started. Um, so the the year that the Disney must dos and month, if you can give me that, I'd like specifics. If you can, if you can't get it, then we'll I'll give it I'll give you the layup uh, with just the year. Um, if you can give me the year that this started, I won't give you the right answer until both of you have, have answered. Um, but what year did Stacy appear on the TV of Walt I Disney mean, World?
3: I- I remember as early. I remember her as early as I was like <laughs> seven or eight years old. So
2: I'll go two thousand and two. Just Wow. I'm i I'm gonna take a layup here. Oh, 05. <clears throat> and I don't know the month. I'm gonna say May. Neither of those actually.
1: I'll say January. Neither of those. It officially the what? Of, the official date on Disney's website, it's thirty minutes long. <clears throat> It had a budget of $1.5 million, which is crazy. Um, and it started in 2011, the current version of Disney Must No use. way. Mm-hmm. Not the current, but the like the one with oh, the Stacey current. that we watched. The current one's There's restarted. no way, bro. She stopped,
3: but. Stacy was in tw- 2011? Stacey was in 2011.
1: Is... No. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What? Yeah, look on her IMDb. That's where it's at. And that's when uh, it started, and on Disney's IMDb. I guess I just
3: don't remember correctly.
1: I think there was another version of Disney must Maybe not Stacy, but, like, another one. But the one with Stacy. No, I remember Stacy. She was my first crush. I remember. Me, I We've know. talked about this. Yep. <laughs> yep. I was going to ask you her uh, last name, um, but then I thought that would too, was too hard. Um, I don't know her last name. Yeah, it was... Uh, Gonzalez. Dang.
2: Gonzalez. Dang, I got it right when it, like, started. Started, but... Not when Stacy.
1: Not when Stacy. No.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, but. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm ready when you guys are for your question.
2: You got it, Colby.
3: All right. What <coughs> year did Donald Duck debut? Oh.
2: Uh, I'm going to go. Is Mickey just turned 19. Nineteen forty
3: two. Oh. Dang. Was
2: that, was that right? That was so close.
3: Oh, yeah. I was trying uh, to think of what cards I have from back. It was so close. I feel bad. It's after it
1: Mickey, right?
3: Yeah, Mickey's yeah. the first. Bro. Well, because
1: I know he doesn't turn 100 till. Because Goofy came out as. Uh, I think it's, is it 1934?
3: I believe that is correct. Let's go.
1: Because I, I know Goofy expires in like 2027 and I haven't heard anything about Donald. Um, so, okay, okay, I'll take it, I'll take it. His birthday's coming up. It's exciting.
2: All right, I've got an easy one. What was the original vision meant for Pirates of the Caribbean?
1: It was a walkthrough, right? Oh, it was a walkthrough, yeah. Yeah. What kind wax, of walkthrough? Wax
3: Museum.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, because uh, yep. all of them were originally planned to be wax museums, even uh, like uh, Haunted Mansion. Haunted Mansion was supposed to be like the Museum of the Strange originally. Um,
3: so. Raleigh Craw.
1: Yep. So, yeah. <coughs> okay. Okay. Well. Was that, right right. <laughs> was that right,
2: Landon? Was that right? Yeah. Yeah. That oh, right. okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're both just like. <laughs> I thought I said it.
1: And I think you might have, but I, I don't think it like came through completely. But either way, that's fun. So now what, let me write down the score on this sheet. So I got it, um, and then we both got that one, Colby, so we're tied up. Yes. Hmm. Okay. That's tough. All right, so it's, uh, four, four, or no, yeah, four, four, or no, is that right, four, four, one, okay, anyway, that's, that's fun, I love the Hoedown Showdown, like I had, I didn't know that I knew Donald Duck's thing, um, but either way, let's go ahead and jump on into the outro, um, thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Rope Droppers Podcast, uh. Or how Every Friday at 10 a.m., at least whenever we can, sometimes we have live events come up and, and things happen, but whenever that does happen, you can go check out over on our Instagram. If we don't post a main post, usually we just post on the story whenever we're going to be missing a day, um, just to kind of you know keep the feed clean, um, but you can also check us out on YouTube at The Rope Droppers Podcast. This video will hopefully come out about the same day um, as the podcast, hopefully on Friday as well, so... Um, If you listen to it, I guess it's not really the time for you to go and uh, watch it, but you can always watch next week's episode. We're up there. supposed to be at the same time, but with issues and how long this takes to edit. It's it's crazy. Life is crazy. So, um, yeah, that being said, um, you can check us out at Patreon down in the description below. That's basically like a subscription tier. You get a lot of different benefits. It's pretty fun. It does help support the show, helps us do this consistently. Um, Thank you to our patrons for just tuning in every week. We really do appreciate you guys um, and the support you consistently show us. Um, and you can check us out on Instagram at the rope droppers podcast. Uh, you can find me at Glenn, the kid uh, Colby at Colby trades, pins and Landon at Disney Landon B. Uh, we post tons of content there. Landon posts a lot of card content, which is actually kind of fire. Um, and Colby is posting more pen content, which I'm super excited for. Um, and I then, uh i mainly just run the rope droppers instagram i don't really do anything on glenn the kid but you can still follow me there um and then yeah like i said you can find us on youtube at the rope droppers um we're going to be posting more types of videos other than just the long form version of the podcast we're working on some stuff behind the scenes that i'm super excited for you guys to see um but that being said uh it's been so great hanging out with you guys uh my name is glenn my name is landon and i'm colby And this has been the Rope Shoppers Podcast. We will see you guys real soon. Bye-bye. See ya.